This is Bruce Boudreaux, and it's time for Clay's Canucks commentary live. Let's go with Clay right now. Hey, Canucks fans, and welcome to Clay's Canucks commentary live, presented to you by Van City Experts Real Estate. I am Canuck Clay, Clay Emo, and this is my Canucks take, all in one take for Wednesday april the 5th if you're new here's what you should do hit the subscribe button now for daily canucks insight that's positive timely and trustworthy no canucks game to talk about tonight but i got a couple things i want to wrap with you about so moderators thank you in advance do what you need to do members that's legends hall of fame and franchise members thanks for your support and thanks to everyone else no matter where you're watching from whether you're my beautiful neighborhood of steveston and richmond in the city lower mainland province country continent or around the world thank you for being here you know that i don't take you for granted you know that i know that you could be doing anything else watching anyone else getting ready for work school or bed or all three but the fact that you are here i always appreciate you and i never take you for granted so subscribe so you can get active in the chat section get my videos every single day like this video there's 20 of you in here thank you for waiting for me only six likes or so so let's bump that up you can get the donation train out of the station. You can leave a donation. Now, that's what getting the donation train out of the station. You can become a member, upgrade your membership. You can gift a membership. You can rate and review if you're listening on a podcast platform. And don't forget, I'll go for the first half of the show and then I'll turn it over to the second, to you to the second half. Had a nice chat with Carol as a Hall of Fame member. We had our bi monthly chat today, uh, spent some good time on the phone catching up with one another hello carol hello to everyone that is in the chat thank you for being here tonight three things i'm going to talk about very quickly and then i'm going to turn it over to you the first one i'm going to talk about the new practice lines and deep pairings the second one i want to talk about is um what happened basically five years ago tonight it was the sedin's final home game of the season i'm going to show you two videos that you may have seen already and then finally I want to talk about the the playoff race right now in the in the NHL, and in particular, I want to know what basically want to know if you're going to attach your wagon, so to speak, if you're going to uh, loyally or attach your loyalties to another hockey team, just so you can cheer for a team that is indeed playing in the playoffs. So yes, keep rhyming, keep rapping. You know, my name's Clay Emo. I'm in the flow. I hit you for you real fast. I love you real slow. Yes, that's my rap for you right now. Um, actually, I did a whole rap on racism that I'll do for you one day, but uh, we will. Do you remember? Do you remember when I started these streams? I used to try and freestyle rap from lyrics that Dexter would give me. Do you guys remember that? Uh, give yourselves a shout out or say, just tell me if you were here two years ago when I started these nightly live streams, when at the very end, no beat, no nothing, Dexter would actually type up some lyrics and then I would try and freestyle them. And maybe that was the start of where Booyah came from now that I think about it. Yes, um, not my finest moment, but still had a lot of fun. No, I see you say, thankfully I was not, but uh, you're the one missing out. Hey, I'm, I'm trying to figure out something. What happens if, um, oh, is I see like one of the only people who's not a member right now? Just he's kind of avoided the, 
Yeah, because the members are green, the moderators are blue with the wrench, and I think, what does brown mean then? I also see brown and red. Hmm. I don't know, actually. I don't know what brown and red mean, but those are the colors that I see on on my screen. Let's get to the <laughs> Let's get to the Canucks first and foremost because they did practice today. We don't have to rehash last night's game and there's talk about bad body language which I vlogged about today and um, you know slipping in structure in practice habits in game habits. Oh yeah, I see. I remember you telling me about that. No problem. No problem. Uh, and and no need to become a member if if not don't make a new channel just for that well do whatever you need to do that's fine so let's go with the, some of the practice combos i want to talk about them real quick so the dakota joshua experiment on the top line may have ended already so it's back to kuzmenko Pedersen, and bovillier as your top line and then the second line is the same one, Giuseppe Miller, Besser. Third line today was Joshua back down. So Joshua, Amon, and Garland. We've seen that before. And then your fourth line, your smorgasbord, we got McDonough, Dries, and Stednika and Kratsov as a rotating in and out. I would love to see Kratsov play again. I know he hasn't played in a few games. So that's what happened on the offensive. So really the only switch was indeed Joshua for Beauvillier. Then when it came to D pairings, no Quinn Hughes at practice, although Quinn um, apparently is going to play tomorrow. So you have Jack Rathbone playing with Ethan Bear. I got time for that pairing. You have Hirose, my favorite player, my new favorite player, with Myers. Somehow, um, he Hirose's been okay with Myers. I was afraid. I've seen what Myers did to Brisebois, but so far so good with Hirose. And then our new signing Cole McCord was playing with Kyle Burroughs it sounds like McCord might get in and he's a right shot guy so maybe he comes in and then Quinn Hughes comes in on the left and then maybe Kyle Burroughs is the one who sits out tomorrow we shall see and I think it's going to be Demko tomorrow which is interesting because I think you put Demko in on Saturday and then you give Delia so I think you go Demko and Demko Thursday Saturday and then you give Delia two of the final three on the on the road trip to end off the to end off the the season i think oh thank you bcbc says um the different colors for non-members non-moderators might be just random as they're trying different types of things thank you for that i appreciate that so that's where the um that's how the connect practice today so we'll see if Cole McCord gets in tomorrow. I think he will. So it'll be interesting if Hirose, McDonough, and McCord are all playing tomorrow. And, and then that's three of their most recent signings all in the game. Five years ago today, April 5th, 2018, was the Sidians' final home game. It was a Thursday night because I remember they finished their season two nights later in Edmonton. Oilers gave them a really nice tribute as well. So, Justin, I'm in my upper bowl seats on on Saturday. I'm in 319. So, I've talked about this many times, but I'm going to show it to you once again. This is uh, my son, Sean, and me. We were, got picked to go in the tunnel to fist bump all the players. And I've, I've said this about three... I've said these three points many, many times. Number one, 
I was, I wasn't looking, I wasn't looking through my camera. Obviously I had it like this and I was fist bumping. So that's why the camera is bad. And you often see it zoned in on the player's chest as opposed to their faces. So that's number one. And you can see that as it scrolls by. Number two is um, when Troy Stetcher walked by, I said, I said, um, Richmond, Richmond. <laughs> I'm 43 years old. You'd think I'd have a better thing than that. And then not to be outdone, as soon as Bo walks by after Troy, I didn't know what to say. So you hear me say, Bo, 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 Bo. So look for the bad camera angle. Look, listen for me saying Richmond, Richmond. And then to Bo, I say, Bo, Bo, Bo. And then that's really the extent of my vocabulary that day. Sean, remember this was five years ago. So he was only 16, but he, so he was in grade eight, I guess. Yeah, he was in grade eight. But even him as a grade eight was kind of, uh, he was much more mature saying, let's go, let's go get it or whatever he was saying. Uh, thank you, Henry. Thank you. Dan. So take a listen to this. Enjoy. And I said on my tweet, five years ago today, Five years ago today, Canucks, Sean, and I got to fist bump the Sedins as they made their way through the tunnel prior to their final home game ever for the Canucks. I was very excited and became rather incoherent. Richmond, Richmond, bo, bo, bo. So let's go, and I'll answer some questions about this in a second. Well, I can answer very quick. Um, See, that's weird. My phone, my phone just started. I don't know why my phone just started, but it did. It's either my phone, it's my watch, or it's that stupid, you know, the A-E-L-A. A E no A L E X A that thing in the corner too. And then um BCBC we got picked that day. I can't remember my ticket rep at the time or something knew that we were going to be there and knew that it would be a special thing for us. So I was very very happy. And then IC said that's a good way to record it. I think it's silly to watch everything through a phone. It's fine to record. It wants you to try to experience the moment with your own eyes. Yes, and I know we know that a lot of people complain about people the way they act around at concerts as well as they film everything instead of actually experiencing the concert. But that's for another stream. So enjoy this. This is Sean and me fist bumping the Sedins as they go through um, the entire team as they come through the tunnel. Thank you, Daniel. Thank you, Daniel. Thank you, Henrik. Thank you, Henrik. Let's go, boys. Let's go, Jake. Let's go, Ben. Let's go, baby. Let's go, baby. Let's go, baby. All right. Let's go. Let's go, Dan. Come on, Ben. Let's go, Bodie. Let's go, Troy. Richmond. Richmond. Let's go, Bodie. Come on, come on. Let's go. Here we go. Let's go, baby. So did you hear, I gotta get this right. Did you hear that whole um, <laughs> Richmond, Richmond? And did you hear that whole bo, bo, bo? Again, not my finest moment, but I admit I was very excited to be in the tunnel. And uh, yeah, it's an experience that uh, I will never ever forget for sure. And then I'm gonna show you basically, I said today, here's in-person footage of Daniel's historic OT goal in the Sedin's last home game for the Canucks from five years ago today. And yes, that is either Canuck, Sean, or me wailing after the goal was scored. We can't confirm who it was. Maybe it was both of us. And and of course, we know that it was the Sedin's final shift at Rogers Arena, capped off by a Daniel goal from Henrik at the 2.33 mark. 2.33 um, of overtime. 
it was pretty crazy and it was daniel from henrik and from edler so let's watch this we won't yeah no we'll watch the whole thing and what's really interesting it was ekman larson ekman larson was on the coyotes here and it was also um brad richardson was on as well so let's watch this it's a minute and a half but i think it's great that um that we can experience this so if you can see edler's here it's a four and three in overtime so it's edler it's Bo, and then it's daniel and henrik or henrik and daniel i should say then oel's here richardson's in there and then i don't know who the other guy was and let's just kind of see what happens it starts off a little slow but watch just watch the they basically control the puck for the entire minute before daniel scores and then see if you can hear either jake uh, sean or me wailing at the end and yes, Gabriel, to answer your question, it, uh, uh, close to crying. It was that emotional. Here we go. It's funny, Horvat didn't touch the puck after the faceoff. It was just the three Swedes that touched the puck. Look at all the fans standing. Here's the winning goal right here. So thank you for letting me share. It was a pretty cool moment indeed. Yeah, it was a very, very cool moment to be able to experience that live. And uh, very grateful that we indeed were in the arena on that night. Last thing I will say before I throw to all of you is I want to talk about the playoff picture now. Calgary beat Winnipeg in a massive, massive game. Yes, I was very lucky, Ben, for sure. Derek is going to see Connor Bedard. Nice, nice. Awesome. And then, uh, yeah, look at the stairs behind the glass where they celebrate. Fans all came running down. That's a good point. I never even noticed that, actually, in the video. And you're welcome for sharing. My pleasure. Yeah, I'm very, very grateful. Emotional on TV. Miss the class act of the Sedins. Edler Sedins, 233 of overtime, the twos and threes. There you go. So let's look at the playoff picture now that Calgary beat Winnipeg today. So in the East, 
these six teams are slotted in, and I don't know. There is a chance for change, but it could be like this. One, two, three, one, two, three. And then look at this. In the east, Florida, the Islanders, and Pittsburgh all separated by a single point, and they all have four games left. So that's going to be a really, really neat race. Of course, we're interested to see what the Islanders do. Then in the west, these three teams are set. The order isn't, obviously, 98, 98, 98. That's pretty cool. Even this is close between Vegas and Edmonton. And then Seattle is a shoe-in for the first wild card. But for the second one, with Calgary's win over Winnipeg, they are now tied at 89 points apiece. But Winnipeg does have one game in hand. So what that means is if the Canucks beat Calgary in regulation on Saturday, which I sure hope they do because it's the last game of the year for the Canucks, yes, I, I know... It, it might hurt our draft position, but it would even be happier for me if we actually not Calgary out of playoff contention. I don't know what happens, who Winnipeg and Calgary each have to play before Saturday, but that would be cool if we were the reason why Calgary does not make the playoffs. And just while I'm here, as I've talked about many, many times, I think the Canucks are destined to finish eighth from the bottom right now. They are still in 25th. They are four points above Philly, so I don't think Philly's going to catch us. But we are two points behind Washington, so that's close. And four points behind St. Louis and Detroit, a game in hand on St. Louis. So they could still finish anywhere from 7th to 11th, but I think 8th or 9th is a pretty, um, a pretty safe bet. So I'm going to get to your questions um, in a second. But before we go, uh, before we start that, I will answer this. I got to see the BX extension go live, but man, the seating goal seemed way cooler. What is the coolest goal you've ever seen live? So live, live, there's been a few. Uh, I was there for Luongo and Sedin's just on December 1st retirement. Um, Hall of Fame recognition, I should say. But when it comes to goals, three moments do stick out to me, and they are. That Sedin goal that I just showed you, it was Burrow slaying the dragon, and it was Kevin Bex's off the stanchion goal. I think of the three, the, the Burrow slaying the dragon one was the was the most exciting because the over... If you remember the that game, we were up the whole time, and then Chicago scored shorthanded, mind you, with a minute left, Jonathan Taves. And then in overtime, they actually had a chance before we won the game when Patrick Sharp, um, Longo had to make an awesome save. I think I don't think Sharp actually got all on his shot. You guys remember that? Longo had to slide over from his left to his right, and then Burrow scored a couple minutes later. But because of what that meant, it was exercising the demons of, of two straight exits, playoff exits, because of the Blackhawks. The fact that we were up three games to zero, and then Chicago won the next three, and basically Taves or someone said that the, the Canucks were right where they wanted them. That doesn't sound good. So I think because of all that historical context, I think that was still the most memorable goal. The Stanchi goal was exciting because it obviously meant we were going to the Stanley Cup Finals, and the Sedin goal was, was very memorable as well. But I would say it is indeed um, the, the Burroughs goal for sure. And then Nashville plays Carolina tomorrow. Then they play Winnipeg Saturday before the Canucks play the Flames. Ah, thank you. Interesting. Very, very good. Let's go to um, my Mitchell sponsor read, and then you guys can ask these questions again. So you can ask me anything about you can ask me anything about 
the games that I've been to, the goals. Wasn't intending to go that way, but I'm fine talking about it. And I'm also um, interested in which team, if any, that you're actually going to be interested in following in the in the playoffs. My three favorite teams that aren't the Canucks are Winnipeg, Tampa, and Colorado, as you know. And all three of those teams, well, Winnipeg not for sure, but Tampa and Colorado will be in the playoffs for sure. I still think Colorado is going to win the whole thing. I really do. I think they're going to beat Boston in the Stanley Cup final. I've called that. That's been my, my call for the entire season. So I'm going to stick to it. So let me know which team or teams you are interested to follow uh, through the playoffs. But I will answer all your questions after I do my mid-show sponsor read. Shout out to my primary sponsor, Van City Experts Real Estate. Contact Jason Lim and his team for all of your real estate needs. Shout out to my secondary sponsor, Perform and Transform, personal training and weight loss. Visit them at ptform.com. Thank you to Gassy Jack Art, maker of this fine artwork. Thank you to Monkey Nine Brewing, my eternal sponsor. And thank you to Vessi Footwear. Use the link tinyurl.com slash Clay and receive a free pair of socks with your next Vessi purchase. And yeah, that was fun last night when I was actually showing all of my Vessi shoes. Mid-show reminder to you to subscribe, like the video, leave a donation, get that donation train out of the station, become a member, upgrade your membership, or gift a membership to someone else. And if you're listening on a podcast platform, make sure you rate and review. Now, starting now, I will answer your questions for or, or read some of your comments. Make sure for now that they are indeed hockey, Canucks and hockey related only. I'll do ask me anything at the end. Do I think LaCara Mackey would benefit from skating with the Twins since they are part of the development department and since they go to Sweden in the summer already? The Sweden part, that doesn't matter to me. The fact that they have the Sedins as part of development, LaCara Mackey will naturally get to work with him, so that will benefit him for sure. What was the reaction like in the building when the shorthanded goal happened? Yes, I remember it very vividly, I see. After Tave scored, it was stunned silence, and then... I know me and my season, season ticket partner, Mike, we did not move for that whole 17-minute intermission, and we didn't say a word to each other. We just sat in stunned silence, and you're thinking, oh my gosh, we are not going to vanquish this team. We are not going to win this series. So stunned silence, at least for me and Mike, for the entire intermission. Oh, yes, I saw your tweet. Uh, Vancouverite, for sure. Not a Vancouveran. I've never heard that. Vancouverite. But even that's not used that much. Longo made that unreal save. Yes, yes. And uh, BC Beastly, if you watch it again, or you might know this already, uh, Sharp actually had an opening, and I, I don't think Sharp got all of that shot, thankfully, because Longo was able to make the save. I wouldn't mind seeing Boston win it to cap off their historic year and to see Krejci right off the sunset. Yeah, I know there's going to be a lot of jokes, oh, Boston, Boston, but they are the cream of the cream of the crop this year, for sure. Top five that I'm supporting the playoffs is Bruins. There you go. Avalanche, Golden Knights, Hurricanes, and Stars. I'm going for the Avs in the West and Tampa Bay in the East. Those are my two teams, but I don't know if Tampa's going to get past Boston, to be honest with you. Follow the Oilers and the Jets. Taylor also likes the Wild. Welcome, Canucks fan. Welcome. I'm not going to recap the whole thing. You just got to jump right in. I'll be honest, I don't think I'm going to follow a team in this playoffs. How come, fangirl? Do you feel unloyal or you just don't care? 
Okay, so BC Beastly comes the other way. He Boston's uh, 2011 still hurts for for him. You have a really good memory, Clay. I'm impressed. Yeah, I, I have a good memory for certain things for sure. I really do. It's, it's certainly not photographic. Otherwise, I wouldn't have failed my accounting exams. But I, I do have a good memory, and I can describe things in, in relatively good detail. I also think I'm a good storyteller. So even if I don't nail it properly, I can make it sound like I remember everything. <laughs> to be very honest with you not not that i lie to you guys i don't i don't lie to you guys here but i do think i'm a good storyteller that's why i'm a, a public speaker i do a lot of talks for churches and retreats and conferences and things like that but thank you i appreciate that mcdavid will carry hard in the first round whatever that means i yeah i agree with you i'd be happy if colorado or oilers win okay a new york new jersey series would be good. Yes. I think there's the uh, New York, New Jersey, Tampa, Toronto. Imagine a battle of Alberta. All these things could happen. I'm over 2011. Boston was obviously the better team. They struck through completely and they own game seven. Yeah, we, we, we were not in that game. New Jersey would be winning. New Jersey winning would be nice for Lazar, but it also entice Quinn to join Jack and Luke there sooner. Yeah, I'm not worried about that just yet, but I hear you. I'm going to pull for the Leafs. I hate Boston. Oh, Lester of two evils, Boston and Toronto. Hey, DSS. So, Coach Rob, you're into the whole team from Canada. Yeah, I'll save that for another stream, but always curious. It, I'm not a big, uh, I hope a Canadian team wins it, but that's cool if you are. Imagine Boston has a season as great as they did in the finals. The same thing that happens to them in game six of the 2013 finals. Okay, so my memory isn't great. I can't remember that one for sure, but I, I presume that they weren't good. Boston, your second favorite team. I just don't care. It's emotional for me not seeing the Canucks in the playoffs. I may see the cut presentation, but no full games until Canucks go to the playoffs. Okay. Save a lot of time and energy that way for sure. Ben's going, uh, Carol's going for the Leafs. Sonny says any American team, so the opposite of any Canadian team. If McDavid received an injury like Crosby concussions or Stamco's broken leg, would Edmonton have a hard time competing? I think they'd be okay for a while because they still have Dreisaitl, Hyman, Nuge, but um, obviously they wouldn't be as strong. Gotta follow the Canadian teams. America sucks. <laughs> Alvin doing a good job rebuilding our prospects. Alvin, not Alvin. Yep. The teams no one talks about are Dallas, Minnesota, and Vegas. Do you think any of those teams can go on a decent playoff run? Out of those three, I know Kaprizov is coming back to Minnesota. Out of those three, though, I would say Vegas. I'm not impressed with Dallas. I do not like Boston. I do not like Calgary. Sam, <laughs> Sam I am. Um, yeah, I, I just, as you guys know, Calgary is my least favorite team. I think Edmonton beats Calgary this year, just like they did last year. I think. All right, I think we're going to go walk down memory lane now with, with Gurpreet, which is good. Game six of the 2013 final, Chicago was leading the series 3-2, but Boston was leading the game 2-1, and they allowed two goals in 17 seconds. Nice. That's not good. Thank you for that. I did not remember that. The only Canadian team I can cheer for to win a cup is Van, Montreal, Ottawa, but that isn't likely any time. Yeah, those are the three that are out. Uh, could never root for the Alberta teams or Toronto. Jets also feel more American. Interesting. I don't cheer for any Canadian teams besides Vancouver and Ottawa. Most of Canada cheered against Canucks in 2011. I'm hoping Vegas, Carolina, and Boston take care of business. Okay. Uh, actually, Ricky, interesting. So who between Carolina and Boston escapes? Would be nice for a quick 
to get a cup with Vegas, it would be a middle finger to the Kings organization. Yeah, not the nicest of exits for sure. In terms, uh, in terms of who I'm cheering, I like Kel McCarr. He's my favorite non-Canucks player. Hughes is my favorite. I like offensively skilled defensemen. Yes, Peter. So by that reason, do you like Adam Fox as well? Do you like Rasmus Dahlin? Do you like Miro Hiskinen? Those are all really, really good defensemen. I hope Jersey does well in the playoffs. Does anyone know if there's any good Swedish prospects eligible? Yes, there's a guy named Carlson. I, I don't know a lot about him. I, I think he's going, supposed to go top five. And with a name like Carlson, I'm guessing he is Swedish. If anything, I would want the Canucks to bring the cup back home to Canada. Me too. How sad would it be? It would be if Seattle pulls off a Cinderella story and wins a cup before we do. Yes, Justin, that would be horrible. I know you dislike Vegas for the very same reason, how close they got. Yeah, that would be... That would be a kick in the you-know-where if uh, Seattle makes it to a Stanley Cup final as well in their second year of existence. Carol thinks Boston is the dirty player team. Yeah, they're, 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 they're the rough and tough Bruins for sure. Really, really good feedback tonight, you guys. It was really, really good. Peter, looking at the Western Conference playoff teams, which of those teams realistically do you think the Canucks could do well again or beat in the playoffs? Well, they've beaten Dallas every time they've played them. Um, I like their chances actually against the Central Division, Minnesota, Dallas, Colorado, more than I do against the Pacific of Vegas, LA, and uh, Seattle, and, and, and Edmonton, quite frankly. I think they'd be better against the Western Conference, so uh, the Central. So basically, you gotta basically figure out what wild card you're gonna be because wild card one plays against the second division winner, wild card two plays against the division winner. So if your division winner comes from the Pacific. You don't want to be eighth seed. You want to be seventh seed. Actually, what will happen first? The Canucks win this cup, or the Blue Jays winning the World Series? Mm, Blue Jays winning the World Series. I hope Colorado takes care of business with the new tour, the two newer teams. Oh, you mean, um, you mean Seattle and Vegas, or do you mean, yeah? What do you mean by that? If Toronto offered Matthews for PD and Kuzmenko, and a second, so Matthews for PD, Kuzmenko, and a second overall. If Toronto offered Matthews for PD and Kuzmenko and a second, no, I do not take that because PD is out outpointing Matthews at least and a second overall pick if you're getting Adam Fantilli no I'm keeping that for sure the rat makes it tough to root for Boston Colorado to me is the faves defending champs and especially if Lannisgaard returns yep 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 oh so that's right Taylor eliminating the two expansion teams I don't like Oilers goaltending going to the playoffs yeah Jack Campbell Stuart Skinner not the most formidable pair but um Campbell's more experienced than Skinner, and Campbell's uh, actually picking up some wins again. He had a really rough march, though. Do you think the target effect is wearing out after the last few games? What is going on? I just think, well, look at their lineup. They're they're dressing five or six guys that might not be NHL regulars, so I think there's that, and I do think they're they're kind of looking, the veterans are looking at the end of the season. I love Marchand. Matthews for PD Kuzmenko second round. So second round pick, not second overall. Um, I don't know. I, after this year, I really like PD. I don't think I, I do that. 
Hypothetical, what course of action should be taken if a cup winner cheated? Examples like illegal equipment. It really, I know it's so hard because hypothetical, it's, it really depends on the infraction. Whether I don't, it's very hard to strip a team of a cup though. One day everything will be back to normal and the Vancouver will be Canada's best chance at a cup like they were from 2001 to 2015 and nothing. I know, I know, I know, I know Ricky. Who gets in out of the Nashville, Calgary, Winnipeg for a final spot? I think it's going to be Winnipeg. I really do. I don't know how, but they got to clean up their game a little bit. And what are your predictions for the final five games result-wise? I think we beat Chicago. We beat Calgary. We lose to LA. And we split uh, the Anaheim and Arizona game. So I think we go three and two. And I still think we finish eighth from the bottom in 25th. Yes, I heard what Pittsburgh almost gave the Canucks for Miller. It sounds like Zucker and two first rounders. Yeah, and I, I know um, for Miller. Yeah, and I, I know there would be fans of both teams saying that's a bad deal. And there would be some fans who think it's a good deal. The Rangers are crazy depth, but the big question is, can they pull it together? Yes, I was looking at their wingers. It's, I mean, their forwards, it's insane. The whole accusing Canucks of practicing, hoisting the cup, not liking Boston more. Yeah, just whatever. It's 10 years ago now. Will the Canucks get a shutout in one of their three remaining games? Tough to say. Not if it's Delia. Delia doesn't inspire a lot of confidence in me to get a shutout for whatever reason. But... Uh, I doubt it, Coach. Do we don't. Do we even have one this year yet? Clay, make the most powerful, full strength line of current players. Line. Um, John Cooper is my coach, and I'm going McDavid between McKinnon. You can go McDavid. You know, I would take Matthews over Drysaitel, even though there's chemistry there. I'd go McKinnon. With Matthews and McDavid. And then my D will be McCarr on the right. And then Hughes on the left. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my goaltender would be Shesterkin. Or Vasilevsky or Sorokin, any of those guys. And then uh, John Cooper would be my coach. In the closet, can you ask Alvin what is plan to turn the team around? What's your plan to turn the team around? And can you ask him, how does he make his head so smooth? How do you make your head so smooth and so shiny? Peter really wants to know. He's obsessed with your shiny head. Blue Jays already won two World Series. Now it's Vancouver's time, turn to win the Cup. I'll go with that. Kind of tough to get a shutout now. I don't... Ben doesn't think we're going to get a shutout. If uh, Devin Levi lives up to the hype and gives the Sabres formidable goaltending next year, I could see them having a similar breakout season as New Jersey. I actually thought they were going to do that earlier this year, Dave, with... Tage Thompson breaking out with Cousins, with Jeff Skinner having a good year. They got Rasmus Dahlin, and then they kind of, second half of the season, they were really bad. So um, I hear you about the goaltending for sure. Columbus, Lance Bedard, that market has needed someone like that since Nash. They've been very stale for most of their existence. Yeah, and Goudreau and Line didn't really move the needle, did they? Quinn Hughes is an elite D-man. Would you still pick Rasmus, Rasmus Dahlin over Quinn? I would. Uh, Quinn is very good, but uh, maybe I'm getting kind of lured by the fact that Dalene went first overall and is a year older. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know enough about Dalene's game. I Like, I know his points are getting a lot better now. 
Is he a much better defender than Hughes? I don't know. That's a great question. This Canucks offseason, they got to find a center and a top 4D. Thoughts on Bester's comments of being tired of missing the playoffs? I respect his honesty, but he too has a lot to improve on. He's really slow, and even when he gets ready to shoot, he's slow with it. Yes, he's not the quickest player, but uh, no, I was completely fine with his with his comments. He's still an important part of this team. I'd have viewed Matt, avoid Matthews at all costs, 15 million a season. Criticism, last few losses, lack of preparation or body language of the team looking checked out even in the late stages of the season. We are going to get our young depth and build our defensive core below before we can really focus on pushing for a cup run. We know we aren't there as a team for a cup, but we can definitely get to playoffs. Thank you, GM. Does the sun rise and make you feel your head feel moist and warm? I know Peter asked weird questions, I know. I like Quinn, but Darlene is a much better defender and has a mean streak. Yep, no, I think that's fair. Last two minutes of hockey-related questions, and we'll move this over to Ask Me Anything Now for the final five to ten minutes. So I, I, as we do the transition, I'll answer a couple more hockey questions, but then we'll move into Ask Me Anything. Talk its comments about having to babysit players or place their habits on days off. Yeah, I saw you tweet about that, Justin. I, I, I don't think he's literally going to, no, nor do I think that you think he's going to literally check up on them, but um, he certainly was disappointed at their effort. Yes, I did see the stanchion goal go in. I didn't know how it got on BXS stick, but I saw that happen, and it was an amazing moment for sure. Great, let's move to Ask Me Anything now. I will answer questions that are not Canucks or hockey related. So ask away. I keep looking to my right because I see this bug. It's, it's not even crawling. It's like one of those. It's like, oh, shoot. I just dumped it on my. Oh, oh gross. Okay, now I got to clean them up later. Will you ever create a Discord server for everyone? No, I won't. I don't know how to use Discord. It, is it still popular? I know Lucas tried to start one or started one. I I think it was active for a little bit, but um, I, I told him I appreciate it. But I because I don't use Discord, I don't under, understand it. Um, it didn't move the needle for me as much as I appreciated his offer. And I don't know what Discord is. If it has to be very active or it's fine if, if it becomes dormant or it comes up and down. I don't know. Say I know nothing. Taylor says there's already Discord. Yes. What's the story behind the Disneyland surprise when the kids thought you're going to Seattle? Um, Sean knew about it. Jacob and Kayla didn't. We re we cut out a bunch of letters. We made them spell it out. Jacob's spelling was bad. Kayla didn't know how to read, so that was a little bit painful. And the cool thing is, the, the funny story about this is um, Sean knew about the surprise that we we're going to go to Disneyland, but he was good. He didn't tell his siblings. So uh, he knew because um, what, what, what happened is, is Gail told, um, Gail told Sean's teacher at school that we we're going to go to Disneyland for spring break but didn't tell the teacher that it was a surprise. So then the teacher said to Sean, hey, are you looking forward to going to Disneyland this spring break? 
And Sean was like, huh? What? And the teacher's like, oh, I, oh, never mind. So then Sean knew. So then one day Sean came to me at dinner. He goes, Dad. He goes, Dad, I know we're going to Disneyland this spring break. I said, what are you, what are you talking about, Sean? We're going to Seattle. And he goes, no, Dad. He goes, I know. That's him looking around to see. I know we're going to Disneyland this spring break. And I said, Sean, how do you know that? And he goes, Dad. He goes, I looked up mom's browsing history on the internet. So I think Gil was looking up cheap places to stay or cheap ways to eat in Disneyland. So this all happened before we told Jacob and Kayla. And then we came up with this big surprise, a big reason to tell Kayla um, and, and Jacob that we were going to Disneyland. So that's the story. We have a whole video about it. I'll post it in the chat right now because it's a lot of fun. And maybe on another time, we'll watch it on the stream, but I'll just send you to it after this, uh, Clay Emo, Disneyland. So if you watch this video after we're done now, and you have in your mind that Sean knew about it the whole time and let the whole thing happen, it's actually a pretty cool way to think about it. So it's a five-minute video. Go ahead and watch it later. I just put it in the chat. And it's uh, thank you for for the for indulging me in that story but yeah if you want to watch the whole video of how that all came together i just put it in the chat right there when was the last time you went to a barber shop or hair salon for a haircut uh eight years ago for my 40th birthday oh no it's up there you can't really see it uh but you guys have seen pictures of me in my flat top so i haven't gone to a barber in 20 years since 2025 23 years but then for my 40th birthday in june of Nine, the 19 of 2014 i went to the barber and she helped square it off for me and then the next day i shaved it all off again so i've been to the barber once in the past 23 years what a great what a great uh question would you host a road hockey subscriber event mm, no i get that's kind of the, our love of hockey is kind of what binds us but i i think i'd much rather do like a bowling tournament or something like that for sure Yes, I do not use the Discord server. I don't even I don't even log in. Yes, you are a member. Well, it's up to you, Ben. It's a self-admitting club. Discord is and Carol says she's in there too. Discord is still popping, but there's more breaks in between talks because everyone came back to normalcy. Oh, that's good to know. See, so I totally appreciate Lucas setting up. I appreciate you guys that are in it, but because I don't understand Discord, I, I never learned. Oh, an organized chat room. See, for me, as much as I love connecting with you guys and other people, I, I don't know if I'd, I would put the time in I already know I wouldn't put the time and energy into it to at least be a presence in there. But maybe you don't need me in there. Maybe it's for people who are part of this channel, but you can do whatever because you know I'm not there. Take care, DSS. I've used Discord for a few years now, and it was really used during the pandemic. Gotcha. I see likes that story. Discord is, yeah, as others have said, Carol, it's another app. It's like a platform, a chat platform. Trailer Park Boys, never watched it. If you could live anywhere in the world with a family besides Richmond, where would it be and why? We've talked about moving to Arizona before, not very seriously, but a lot of uh, church ministry that I'm that I'm familiar with is down there. We love the weather. 
Uh, California might be too um, too expensive, but I think I could see us being in California, Vegas, or Arizona, any of those places. We haven't really um, traveled across Canada that much, so that's why I'm, I'm excited that at least I'm going with Gail, Jacob, and Kayla to Sault Ste. Marie, and then we're going to spend a day in Toronto while we're there. Have you ever had to ban or remove anyone from this stream for being abusive or any other reasons? Uh, this stream in particular, no, just like a couple chat box that would come in here during the playoffs. Uh, there are a couple of individuals on here that, um, that walked a fine line, <laughs> but in general, no, we've been very lucky that we haven't had to ban anyone. A couple of people I've had to block on my channels. Uh, even there's one, I don't know you guys saw it recently. Someone was uh, a guy named James Kootenay or Cutney was, was calling me out uh, about, it started basically with the whole Kuzmenko thing. He was asking me about saying some stuff about Catholics that wasn't true. And it didn't offend me. It was just more ignorance. And then he basically said, uh, Clay says he, he, he reads all his comments. So I challenge him to come forward and respond to this or else he's a coward. And he's just, uh, he's using all of us for all of you for his financial gain. So I'm not going to get, let that one go um, unanswered. So I replied and I just said, uh, obviously you don't know me that well kind of thing. That, that's all I said. So no, to long, long story short, Jason, no, I haven't really had to ban anyone from these streams. It took a while, but we are now out of the, the donation train is out of the station. Thank you, Fangro, for the $3 super sticker. I appreciate you. Let's give some love to Fangirl for sure. Thank you for that. Are you a Mario fan? Nope. I played it a little bit, but not a fan. Am I going to watch the new Mario movie? Nope. I, I'm not interested. What was your initial reaction to the Humboldt crash that was five years ago tomorrow? Obviously very sad, very shocked. And um, sad for the victims and the families. Clay, if you could go anywhere, I have any kind of job in the world, where would you go and what would you do? P.S. This took me 15 minutes to write. Well, Carol, you're awesome. Well, your, your typing is very good, but I don't want you to spend 15 minutes typing that up. Carol and I had a funny chat about that today in our in our member chat. Go anywhere and have any kind of job in the world. You know, I would love to be a, a, a speaker, like a professional public speaker, a musician, or a tour bus driver. No, I I don't know about that, but I, I think I think I'd be able to entertain people on the mic for a couple hours. I think I'd want to be a public speaker, actually. Like a motivational speaker or a Christian youth speaker or what, a conference speaker, whatever it may be. And a lot of those guys and, and gals, they're based somewhere in the States that's close to an airport hub, like in Atlanta or Dallas or wherever, because um, of how much they travel. So I don't know. I, I think regard separating the answer of what's my dream job as i mentioned to justin I, i'd love to live in california or in arizona or in vegas maybe florida or new york any of those places and then my dream job would be to be a public speaker great question great question do you know yet what happened to that 12 year old phone call kid yeah this was a really good story too is i think i don't know why i called him did he win a contest or something and i called him and then Right in the middle of our call, he just went silent. And it was like something happened to him. 
I, I don't want to make light of this. Like he might have got taken, or 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 his phone went dead. Like it was pretty scary. And then I was, oh, maybe I shouldn't. Da, da, da. And then I ended up meeting his mom about a few weeks later at a hockey game. We arranged this, and I said, hey, I just want you to know. I just want to make sure that you know that Zach's on my streams and stuff like that. And he, she goes, yeah, yeah, I know, it's fine. So I can't remember what his story, why he had to get off so abruptly that one night. I think we thought he got in trouble, but he didn't. Didn't he say that he fell asleep, actually? Which I'm not still sure. That's almost almost as sketchy as Thaddeus and, and the Wordle in one try. But that, that's for another stream. Um, but yeah, everything's good. Me, Zach, and Zach's mom are all friends. <laughs> Plans on coming back to Europe anytime soon. Moral, where are you? What country are you in? And interesting, how did you know... How did you know that I was in Europe? Like not recently, but I know I've talked about it a couple times on here, but is it from these streams? Anyways, uh, next trip to Europe will likely be Gail and me in 2025. So in two years for our 25th wedding anniversary. That's the, that's the plan. The Pope's exorcist looks really good. Yeah. I've only seen a couple commercials. One of my old friends knew some of the guys that were involved in the crash. Oh, that's very sad. Very sad. 11 o'clock time slot is great, especially the Canucks are rolling next year. Great channel. Thank you, Sonny. I appreciate it. I, I um, originally did this 11 o'clock time slot for a few reasons. It was, I wanted to kind of be like the old sports page or Sportsnet connected where you knew that every single night you knew that I'd be on by 11. A couple other things. If I'm at a game, I get home in time to do a stream or if I have a, a social function or work function or bowling, all those things I'm able to get back and get here by 11 o'clock. And I know it's not the best, but that's why you can check out the podcast or the show later. But I know a lot of you seem to be night owls because um, the streams always do quite well. So thank you for that. Really appreciate that, uh, Sunny. that feedback. Would the Canucks PA announcer job count as public speaker in a sense? And would you want that job? Yes, Al Murdoch is awesome. I think I'd have a lot of fun with that job. Although Al puts his creative flair into it but there's not a lot of creativity you can't ad-lib a lot uh, every I've, I've been up there i've seen the scripts it's quite scripted because you got to do this ad read this activation this contest this whatever and i get it al does a great job would i love to do something like that sure would i um that counts as public speaking for sure i would love to do something like that i would also love to play the organ at the canucks games as well would you rather live next to an airport or a train station i'll go airport I'll go airport because at least it'd be interesting to watch the planes, not so much to watch the trains. I remember you saying you get four to six hours of sleep a night. What do you do in the hours that you're awake? <laughs> well, I have a job. <laughs> so uh, I won't bore you, but typically if I'll get up at seven or seven 30, I'll get ready for work. I'll drive Kayla to school, go to work. I'll work from nine to five or ish. And then depending on what night it is, I'll often, like tonight I was at church from from 5 to 9, 8.30. L last night I was at bowling from 6.30 to 10. And then I'll, I'll study usually from 9 to 11 or 10 to 11 if it's a night where I'm home, if there's not a Canucks game. And then I'll do the stream from 11 to 11.30, 11.45. And then I, I don't go to bed right at 12. I probably should. And then I'll waste time. I'll watch TV or maybe I'll study from 12 to 1, 12 to 1.30. It really depends. I, I think after Easter, I want to try and get more sleep and just kind of recalibrate myself. But yes, those are some of the things that I do. 
On those Fridays, you used to call random people in the chat. Oh, that's what it was. Thank you. I haven't seen the full tra trailer, so I can't really comment on it yet, Canucks fan. Any reflections on the news of the removals of the captain on Hastings today and those impacts on mental health and the homeless? Was breaking news and there's some criticism on the mayor so far. That's a tricky one. I can see where um, advocates would say that the way they did it was kind of cruel, harsh, inhumane. I've heard some of those terms used. I can also see where uh, something like that is a safety risk for others that, that don't live there. But um, I'm not at all suggesting that you should kick people out if they have nowhere to go. I don't know the situation about what type of housing is available to them, if it's sanitary, if it's cheap, if it's available. So yeah, it, it's a tough situation overall and you, you just hate for the marginalized to, to struggle. But I don't know all the all the background behind it, to be honest with you. And I, I don't want to come across as insensitive either. So I, I just don't know enough about it. Morales in Austria, awesome. Awesome. Are you going to be are you going to be in that doc huh? Are you are you going to being that documentary producer on here? Ellie Williams Hoops, can you ask that again? Uh, I'm not sure what you're asking. And I, it sounds like it could be a good question. I just don't understand it. His parents walk in and he's just casually on a live show on the internet. <laughs> I see it's funny, man. I see it's funny. Yes. Yeah. I, this could go sideways very quickly. I just realized I can't believe we're 54 minutes in tonight. Um, this goes, but yes. Can you imagine mom walking in, Zach, under his under his blanket, and not, not, not nothing gross, like just under his blanket, and then he's got his little flashlight on, or he's got his phone on. And then the mom says, what are you doing? He goes, oh, I'm just watching Canuck Clay on the internet. And it's like midnight. That, yeah, that's probably not the best look. No wonder he hung up so quickly. <laughs> Any year in celebration, game over, Vancouver Stream Club. Yes, the last game of the season. The Because it's an away game, all three of us will be doing that show together, Justin. So that's a week from tomorrow. Uh, maybe personal, but lots of people suffer from it. Is it more insomnia or not choosing to sleep? No, I don't have insomnia. I just choose not to sleep. I, I all, I'm at my best basically from 10 p.m. until 2 p.m. It's stupid. I got to recalibrate that a couple hours earlier for sure. But I have my most energy. I think clearly. I, I get the most done. And um, the other funny thing is, is every night, every morning, I do the exact same thing. I wake up. I say, "Oh man." I got to get more sleep. I'm never going to do that again. And then the next night I do the exact same thing. I think Elliot was asking about the documentary. Grizzly documentary producer who's doing the Canucks documentary. Oh, yes. I think uh, once that 30 for 30 show does come out, I will find a way to get Cat Jamie on here for sure. I, mean, I know she will. She lives here in, in Lower Mainland and we're, we're friends. I'm sure I can get her on the stream. I think it would be really cool. Um, it would be really cool to have her on here. Patrick Ovin, are you are you laughing about the the Zach story? Yes, uh, I should find that stream because it was pretty funny. It was pretty funny. I'd have to search for it though. I, I know there's that's one another thing we can do on another on another stream because we're gonna we're gonna need to fill a lot of time, you guys, over the summer. But I think some memorable moments. We've kind of touched on this before. There was the one where there was the car accident right in the middle of my stream and I ran out to go see if everyone was okay. There was the one where I think I was facing this way where my chair 
was broken, so it kept falling throughout the time. I think there's another time where I didn't I spill water all over my keyboard once. So those are, uh, there's the time where hot take hockey raided me, and I thought I had a virus. So those were some those are some memorable ones for sure. Would I cover any Bedard highlights in your next stream? Uh, probably not. I I'll keep it to Canucks and and NHL related, but um, yeah, that's an idea for sure. Good documentary on the Malaysia Airlines flight that disappeared. Oh, okay, I'll check that out. Thank you. Oh, the the yeah, it was pretty funny. Did you manage to finish your audit of the prizes one the other day? No, I didn't. So um, I will. I know I have to out of respect for those people that have won stuff. Um, I will be doing it this weekend for sure. I have a lot of time. I have a lot of time this weekend because technically, especially on Good Friday, I shouldn't really be doing anything celebratory. Yes, I spilled water. A blooper compilation. Yeah, but then I got to go back and find all these clips, and I'm so lazy. <laughs> so, son, are you in bed yet? Oh, um, hang on. I'm just on a panel on an internet talk show right now, and I'm 12 years old. <laughs> Should bring up the stream when you were speaking to the Justin guy on the phone after he won the tickets. That was funny, his analogy for it. Oh, that's right. He was using all these... He won one of the wheel of elimination wheels and he was using all these hockey analogies. That was very good. No problem, Canucks fan. Thank you. Get Jacob to put the bloopers. Yeah, Fanger, but then he's got to watch all these streams and he knows even less about it than me. I'd still have to find the streams. Like once I find the bloopers, it's easy to edit, but I'd actually have to find them for sure. Yeah, that blooper of me falling through the window, thankfully was not on um was not on a live stream, but it was probably the worst thing ever. You know, maybe that's what we end with tonight. I'm going to see if I can find it really quick. If it's on Twitter or YouTube. No, it's probably on my YouTube. Cannot clay window. Oh, yeah, here. Okay, how do I... Okay, I'm going to show you guys this. I know some of you guys have seen this already. So let's end with this. Because there seems to be a lot of interest in this one. Now, this was a few years ago. <laughs> this is so stupid. This was a few years ago, and I just—I think we we took all the the lights down, regardless of putting lights up or taking lights down. Um, we go out through Kayla's bedroom window because then there's Kayla's bed there that I can um, launch. I don't know why I'm doing this because Sean and Jacob are way more athletic than I am. So anyways, this is me trying to re-enter the bedroom. It's Kayla filming. It's Jacob. And basically, Jacob says, what do you want me to do when I'm hanging there upside down? And I basically said, uh, catch me. And then I, or I hold my glasses. I don't know. Let's just see what I said. So enjoy this. This is from a few years ago now but probably my most embarrassing moment ever. And this actually, uh, a friend of mine submitted this to America's Funniest Home Videos, and they actually played it uh, on air on one of their shows. So once again, this is me trying to enter the bedroom.
So yes, that was me. That is me in my Canucks shirt, just looking like uh, showing my amazing, amazing athletic ability, falling out through the window, off the bed, and almost breaking my tailbone. Yes, my head has recovered. I'm not sure if my pride has though either. Wow. Wow, this was a smaller stream, yet we went for an hour. And I don't know about you. Maybe for me, it went really quickly. You guys might be thinking, oh, man, that that was slow. That was a slow stream. I thought that went by really quickly. And I'm really glad that you guys were here to be with me tonight. So tomorrow night, my plan is to stream, but we'll see. I'm at uh, Jacob and his SFU film cohort. They're doing... They're doing a film festival tomorrow downtown, which is pretty cool. So they're all showing some of their creations, their their films. And I don't know when it's going to end. And I don't know if I'm going to be able to watch any of the Canucks game. So I'm going to play by ear. I'm going to schedule a stream. And it might be like Tuesday where you guys are just, just going to have to tell me about the game. I'm going to schedule a stream, especially like PD gets to 100 points or something. It will be cool to stream and talk about it. But I'm going to play it by ear. So I'll schedule one. And then... I'll only post on my community tab if I end up not streaming tomorrow night, if that makes sense. I hope that makes sense. Moderators, thank you for your good work. Legendary Lucas Gates, legendary Justin Credible, legendary Andrew Chang, thank you for your support. Thank you to Hall of Fame and franchise members as well. And thanks to all of you for watching, for subscribing, for liking the video, for becoming a member. Actually, no new members today. Thank you fangirl for the donation tonight appreciate you and yes on your way out subscribe like the video leave a donation become a member upgrade your membership if you're listening on a podcast platform rate and review thank you to advanced Seed experts real estate thank you to perform and transform personal training weight loss and yes i am going to the game on saturday night um, i'm sitting in my upper bowl seats in section 319 so that's where i'll be on saturday night Hopefully we can uh, chat tomorrow night. I, I'm pretty confident that I'll be streaming tomorrow night. And then I'll remind everyone that I'll be at the game on Saturday if anyone wants to say a quick hello. Okay. All right. So thanks everyone for being here. Always appreciate you. Never take you for granted. I hope to see you tomorrow night. Same time, same place, same good lookingness. Maybe that's what I was. I like that. I like that ending. Maybe I'll use that as my tagline for now. Same time, same place, same good lookingness. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Take care of yourselves and take care of each other. And, you know, today someone told me that icy, you know, like icy cold, icy is the easiest word to spell. Looking at it now, I see why. Think about that one. God bless and go Canucks go. Booyah. 